I love it though. I love it though. <laughs> you know? Uh, put your hands to the constellations. The way you look should be a sin. You my sensation. <laughs> I know I'm preaching to the congregation. We love Jesus, but you done learned a lot from Satan. All right, episode 99. Mm-hmm. 99 of the A League podcast, uh, A League show. I'm Rashad Milligan. I'm here with my good friend, Jeremy Johnson. Jeremy, how you doing? Pretty good. It's just the two of us. <laughs> we can make it if we try. Just the two of us. And you know what that means. More money. So, <laughs> King couldn't make it. Um, You know, he, uh, you know what I'm saying? So, we're not going to get too much into it. That pollen, man, is, is, is whooping me, dude. Oh, yeah. It's getting me too. Uh, that pollen is whooping me. It's, and, and then it just... Like it just hits us out of nowhere. I know we had a we had a, a couple of weeks ago where we had the pollen. And yeah, it kind of went away. Yeah, and it wasn't even that bad. It was it like just bad. a little bad. Like I was just like, yeah, a little bit. You can tell that it was there, but you couldn't really. It wasn't as bad as it's been in the last two or three days. Yeah, my my eyes are starting to swell up and everything like that. But yeah, um, man, those Hawks last night, uh, triple double, first triple double of Trey Young's career. John Collins gave him that last rebound. Um, <laughs> Because he, you know, it was just a normal thing. Like, he just went up and got it. And then Trey was right there next to him. And then when he saw Trey, he like, oh, I lost the ball. And Trey got it. And Trey got the rebound. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, triple-double for Trey Young. And John Collins had 33 points, 20 rebounds. Uh, I was just thinking about it. Like, last night, imagine you're on the other end of a fast break, 3-1. <laughs> Trey Young's bringing the ball up the middle. And you got Zion on one wing and John Collins on the other wing. <laughs> that's insane um but <laughs> cam reddish uh I've, I've been trying to you know keep up with him because it seems like he's going to be the guy the hawks pick if they don't get number one um mm-hmm. so i've been trying to keep up with him a little bit but i haven't been able to do so because they play the same time the hawks play yeah uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> last night though i heard he was you know he had a good half of basketball last night so and then he disappeared oh okay that's where that's what worries me about cam and mm-hmm. he he has a skill set. He has the talent, and he just—it's a confidence thing. Like he'll—he'll he'll come out when he comes out aggressive and believes that he's the best player on the floor. He is, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, and then I, I don't know what happens. Like last night, he just—I—I I don't remember a single mem- memorable thing he did in the second half. Like that—that that was the case uh, against Clemson. I watched the full Clemson game yeah. earlier this season. And Cam, uh, he, he, like, struggled in the first half, and then he was just kind of, like, off. He Like, he took himself out the game for the rest of the game. Like, he was making bad fouls. Yep. He was, you know, pounding on his way back to the bench and all that. And that was one thing that concerned me. But I heard everybody else talking about him as the season went on, and I was like, well, may- maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> maybe I didn't see things right because everybody else loves Cam. So, uh, but, yeah, I mean, you're, you're still on par kind of with what I was thinking. And um, But what about RJ? You know, because if the Hawks do get number two, number three, and say uh, Zion goes one and Ja goes two, and then you have RJ number three. Uh, RJ was the, the number one guy before the season started. RJ's been the guy since, you know, whatever year of high school. So um, but when you think about that, do, do you think about, uh, we'll take the guy who had the most hype before this year started, or, or do you go, you know, Cam? If I'm at three, are we talking about the third pick? At three, yeah. Uh, if you're at three. If the Hawks are at three, 
I mean, you have to go with RJ just because he's – I mean, he's a more – NBA ready player. I mean, I I don't even necessarily know if you if you take him because of that fact. I mean, I don't I don't I don't know about RJ. I mean, I'm I'm more confused about him today than I am than I was when he came in to college at the beginning of the year. I felt like I knew more about him. Like I I don't know. I mean, where where Cam Reddish lacks in attitude and toughness and willingness to you know have the ball in his hands late in the game mm-hmm. that's where rj that's where rj comes in yeah but what rj seems to kind of lack in skill set like as far as how smooth this game is his shooting ability and the ability to he just cam has him has him beat in that area so i cam, mean cam's a little more calm yeah cooler. his his game just is more pleasing to the eye RJ's game is kind of clunky. He's kind of like a Josh Smith. Yeah, yeah. It's a DeRozan, Josh Smith type. Yeah. But you look at Cam, his game is so smooth. It's like a Tracy McGrady or yeah. Kevin Durant. Like it Joe just, Johnson. It's so pretty to watch. Brandon Roy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brandon Roy is a really good comparison, actually. Um, but I don't, I, I don't, I don't know about RJ. I don't. I mean, I'm not going to put him in a situation to where he's expected to be a. Like he's not a generational talent. There's an R.J. Barrett in every draft. I mean, mm. I mean he he could be a really good number two. He could be a really good one A. I mean a one B for somebody. I just never see him being that guy that look you look up and he's he's an MVP candidate every year. I don't I don't see that for him. So who do you think is a better fit for the Hawks? Is it is it Cam or is it uh, R.J. Hmm. I would say Cam just because he's already been able to play without the ball all year. Yeah. That, that's the same thing I was thinking. He'll he'll be able to fit within the offense, and yeah. Trey could still be Trey, the, yeah. the star, and, and everybody you know, else John still be still eating. Yeah, and I mean, I can easily see Cam averaging when he gets to his prime. You know, I can see easily see him being a guy that scores twenty twenty five points a game. I'm thinking like twenty one. Yeah, I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, because Trey's gonna average like twenty five himself, and then you got John that may get shit nineteen. That's a, yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a John, nice John little is, that's a nice yeah. little three three. I'm not. He's about pause. to say threesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice little threesome, man. Pause. Uh, nah, I mean it, that that would be a nice that would be a nice start. And then you know you still got that second pick out there, and you know if you if we somehow end up with a guy like uh, or if you end up with the second pick this year, yeah. Dallas has been historically bad <laughs> since the All Star break. Yeah, they uh they gonna I, I won't be surprised they sit everybody the last yeah. Couple weeks. Uh, are you gonna sit? Porzingis for the rest of the year. They said Porzingis was out until the end of March. Yeah, why if, would he? If, why would if he I come was back? Dallas, if I was Dallas, I would bring him back just to get him on the court. Yeah, just just so I, him, I, I, him and Doncic could get together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's only what six games in April. Yeah, I mean, and and, and that's that's almost a situation where if you're looking to be a team that makes the playoffs and trying to get some, you know, make a little bit of a run next year. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely need that court time. I don't want to go into the off season without knowing what Porzingis is going to look like. Yeah, as far as because that 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 could set you up to decide how you're going to plan your off season. Right, right. If Porzingis looks looks like he's going to be hampered by the injury a little bit, mm-hmm. maybe you make another move and you go and get someone else. Man. Yeah, you yeah. go out and get somebody that right. can kind of be that equally as uh, effective. Like yeah, you go and get uh, if Porzingis looks like uh, Boogie Cousins. I thought Boogie Cousins has looked decent. Like people yeah. been kind of like not being himself. Pe- people, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. You right. I mean, he's kind of just had to fit into what the Golden State Warriors are doing. But I mean, 
we expected that, but then he hasn't even looked like Boogie from last year. Yeah. He's not as 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 aggressive as he An was. And explosive. Yeah. I mean, but that's expected. Yeah. But. ACL injury, but um yeah, yeah. Uh last thing but before we move on to the NFL. Um so now with with Trey and, and the way he's been playing, you know, the one thing that they always brought up about Luca was Luca is the youngest to have this many triple doubles. Luca is as this triple double, this triple double. All right, Trey's got a triple double and a forty nine point game. Uh <laughs> how to how close is the rookie race now? Uh to be honest, it's it's almost a it's almost a dead heat. <laughs> I mean yeah. like it's hard it, it would be almost insanity for someone to just pretend like Trey's not right there at this yeah. point. Like it's yeah. it's it would be a little delusional. Right. And you know, this is coming from somebody who was ready to give Luca the the MVP, not the MVP, but the, the rookie of the year. Uh, and the MVP. After, <laughs> no. After the, you know, the first or second month of the year. Luca which, better be Magic Johnson and Michael Jackson. <laughs> and Michael Jackson. I mean, Luca has played well the entire season, and I think he deserves credit for that. But over this last 20, 25 games, Trey has probably played as well as – the top half of the point guards in the NBA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like his numbers, you could just – you stack those numbers up against some of these other point guards. Like, And I'm not just talking about a young rookie point. I'm talking about yeah. like – Period. Period. <laughs> and I mean, but – And it's stacked and it's really, it's think, really impressive. Think about all the point guards in the league. I mean, Chris Paul's kind of been off this year. Yeah. Um, Russell Westbrook's been terrible this Russell, year. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he's been he, terrible. He's, he's been <laughs> – He's still averaging a triple double. You, you, crazy can, you can you can argue like Westbrook's always kind of been that way. True. I mean, just very inefficient and yeah. stuff like that. Um, who else? Who else? Uh, Lowry, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry's way down. Um, uh, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving's been in and out of the lineup. Yeah. Uh, who? Who? who uh, he, he made a nice move last night. I saw he that. He really did. That was a nice. That, that was nasty. Yeah. Uh. They, they, said, they said LeBron playing around 300, 300, uh, 315. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, he's playing around 300, 315 this season. What does that mean? Like, 300, 315 pounds. Oh, no. <laughs> no. That's what they're saying. No, LeBron looks just like he did last year, man. That's not true. He, he's looking a little heavier. I mean, he may lie. be he may be heavier, but I don't think he like. I mean, was, but, but he was already, what, 285? That was, but that was his rookie year. He's lost weight since then. That would be he. He probably was about two sixty five. Oh yeah, last he, he did. He he lost weight last year. Yeah, because he was a little slimmer. I remember that. Yeah, he's he, he's he he's gained that weight back. Mm-hmm. He's probably about two eighty five right now. But I, I don't know about I don't know about three hundred pounds. That's, that's a big that's man. a big gain. Yeah, that's Shaq that's weight. Big, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Shaq was three hundred. Yeah, Shaq, Shaq and um uh Yao Ming. Yao Ming, Yao Ming was, was like pounds. three three fifteen. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I, what what were we saying about uh point guards? Point guards. Uh, Steph Curry. I mean, Steph Curry been doing his thing. Steph, Steph is the best in the league. Uh, top five as, point guard of as all far time. As point guards, yeah. Top five of all time. Who? What other point guards out there? <laughs> <laughs> we we uh, name. All right, let, I mean, let's go ben, through the team. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Um, uh, Kyrie. We named Kyrie. Who, who's the point guard for the Pacers? They're in, they're number three in the East. Oh, uh, dang! Who is their point guard? I don't know who their point guard. Oh, Tyreek Evans. Is Tyreek Evans their point guard? Yeah. Oh God, that's yeah. why they. Tyreek Evans. Tyreek Evans is hooping too. Mm, he only averaged nine point nine this year. That's oh, okay. Yeah. 
That's terrible. Yeah, I, I I don't know if he's starting, but who is their point? Is it Joseph? He definitely plays a lot for him. Is it Corey Joseph? I don't know if he's a starter. I mean, uh, let's double check that. Yeah, let's, yeah, that's keep starting. Um, all right, so let me think of other teams. Uh, we we went through uh, uh one Milwaukee. Who who's Milwaukee's player? Bledsoe. 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 Yeah, he's he's better than Bledsoe. Um, uh, number two Toronto, Kyle Lowry. We already brought him up. Number three, Indiana, Tyreek Evans. Oh, um, um, number four, D-Lo, D-Lo and Nick. Oh yeah, D-Lo, D-Lo, D-Lo's been playing. D-Lo's better than Trey Young. Um, all right. Oh, Darren Collison is. Oh, Darren Collison. I wanted to say Darren Collison, but that felt like forever ago when he was their point guard. He's averaging eleven and six. Darren Collison is still in in the league. I mean, still on the Pacers. That's crazy. Reggie Jackson. Yeah. They they have the uh, the holiday too, don't they? On um Drew on Holiday. Indiana. Oh yeah, uh, the Aaron Holiday. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, they, he they, plays they, they still have the other. Uh, they got the third holiday. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't play much though. So. Yeah, and then um he he uh turned up against the Hawks, so unfortunately, <laughs> of course. No, no, that's not unfortunate. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, he turned up on the Hawks. Uh, um, Jamal Murray from jo- Jamal uh, Murray. Cole, he's better than Trey Young. Um, uh, Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose with the Timberwolves. I, I don't know if I say he's having a better season than Trey Young. His stats are better. Yeah, his impact isn't. But he's been playing off the ball this year too. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that fifty point game was crazy, and then he's averaging around like twenty again. Yeah, Lillard's better. Um, uh, Fox, Darian Fox. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Fox, Fox is better. Uh, okay, so I would say he's in the top fifteen. Yeah, he's in the top. He's in the top fifteen. <laughs> the top half. And then he, even he's not the top ten or top five. Even some of those performances that he's had in the second half of the year have been better than what I've seen some of the some of those guys we named. I've yeah. I've seen that like those performances are better. Yeah. So with that, all that being said, I mean it would be almost impossible to keep him out of the out of the rookie of the year race at this point. I mean and then and then I don't want to discredit Luca because he's had a great season and he's been consistently good all year. I mean he's been consistently good scoring. I want to like point that out too. Like Trey got good scoring recently, but his defense is still, you know, iffy. Yeah, yeah. Like um, I forgot who it was at that shot last night. Oh, it's D'Lo. It was D'Lo. D'Lo. He, he took a shot, missed it. Um, next got the rebound, kicked it back out to him at the top of the key, and he's wide open. And like Trey, like comes at the last second, and he like touches like his jersey. Like as he shoots it, and of course it's nothing but net. And I'm just like, what type of defense was that? Like, what type of effort? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it doesn't take much to do this to put your hand up. Yeah, it doesn't take much. You know what I'm saying? We're not asking you to crouch, get down, hands up, and defense, shut the man down. Defense, no. communicate, communicate. We just do this. Contest the shot. Yeah, and, and it's the simple things like that. The the small things when you let go three points, two points, and then you lose by two. Yeah, it those matters. points add up, and and it's the reason why people get so much on Lakers LeBron for yeah. when he gives up on plays because LeBron is just like, oh, but get it back on offense, and then they don't, and now <laughs> you, you miss the playoffs. Yeah. So, moving on, Antonio Brown, one of the best receivers in the world, is going to the Oakland Raiders. Hmm. I really wish he would have went to Buffalo Bills. That would have been way funnier. Yeah. The Raiders are it too just, cool it, of a franchise. Like they're cool, fr- even though they like they're not good. <laughs> they're not they're, good. They, they have the cool jerseys. Everybody likes them from the days they were in L.A. and mm-hmm. stuff. 
So, I mean. Um, Could be going to Vegas soon. For, first thoughts, yeah. He's going to Vegas soon. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. It's, was this was the last year for Oakland? It was supposed. It's supposed to be, and they don't really have. A, I haven't heard anything about them having a home yet. Yeah. Last thing I heard was that they were trying to work out a deal to where they could play in AT and T Park in San Francisco. And I that, hadn't heard anything else since. And, then. and Lynch's deal ran out, didn't it? Uh, because he only signed to play them those uh, last think, couple think, of years in so. Oakland. I think. I think he. I think he's a free agent. I'm not sure about yeah. that though. But I mean, I mean, he's done. He's yeah. Yeah, he, like like when he retired and he should have just stayed retired. Should have stayed retired. He was done. Or or you know come back to play with Oakland for a year and then he did the little dance the first game or whatever on the big screen and the dress was shaking everybody loved it. You know, do that, have your nice little moment, and then retire again. Yeah, he he was not nowhere near the same player. It's but, like, uh, you know. shout, shout out to Trent Richardson that made his jazz made me think of Trent Richardson on Birmingham. <laughs> shout out to the AAF, Aaron Murray starting now. Oh man, I, I don't know if the legends play today. I don't know. Yeah, they play. I think they play at four. Okay, yeah, they yeah. They got uh, Memphis and, and Aaron Murray starting. So yeah. against uh, uh, against his roommate Zach Mettenberger. Oh, from Georgia. Snap. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the the party boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't stay together long. We, we were talking about um in, in the office. You know, my editor's a, a Cowboys fan, mm-hmm. and uh, he was making fun of somebody. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if I want to get into that on the podcast. <laughs> All right, so so there was this uh, situation where a football player got arrested, and you know, so and so might have made a joke about it, and and then I was like. I know you ain't talking. You a Cowboys fan. Oh, <laughs> Y'all average. They got hey, hey Jeremy. They go eight and eight every year, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they get eight wins, eight players get arrested every season. Oh my God, bro. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys. You already know, man. And then and then the boy uh, uh Gregory. Who, who was it? Randy, were, Randy Gregory. Yeah, that, that man got so high he went on Instagram Live and retired on oh, Instagram man. Live. And, <laughs> and it's crazy. like he was making good points. I'm not going to lie. He was making good points. But it was just like, what are you going to do now? Like, do you have any plan of income? Like, what are you going to do now? Do you guys think when, when they think about these things, when they say these things, when they do these things, like. Not when you're high. It, <laughs> he Stay got off so high, the weed. So high that he quit the NFL and he gave him a chance. No chance of coming back because he smoked a joint on camera. <laughs> That, yeah, he, this, this but that, that doesn't constitute a, a, a failed drug test, so yeah, he yeah. won't be suspended for that. Yeah, but <laughs> but but uh, we have uh, you know Antonio Brown to the <laughs> to the Raiders. Uh, he's not going to Buffalo. First, first, uh, first thoughts when you heard he was going to Buffalo. What was your initial reaction? I just bust out laughing. That was hilarious. I just thought it was funny. I was like, the Steelers were mad. The, the Steelers should have. They should have did it, man. They should have pulled through. What whatever. Uh, Buffalo, whatever the the differences was, it, it should have worked it out and got that man to Buffalo because that would have been <laughs> hilarious to be yeah, like, been oh, you, you want to complain? You want to say, I don't need this. I don't need football. We're going to take you to Buffalo. Yeah. That would have been great. I, okay. I have a I have a little bit of a rant yeah. for Antonio Brown. Uh, well, not necessarily Antonio Brown because yeah. I kind of – the interviews I've seen of him doing – that he I've seen him do is have has kind of – I don't want to say open my eyes a little bit, but I also am not going to pile on him like a bunch of the media has done. Mm-hmm. Like he's not a diva, he's not a selfish person. This is a, this is not the same situation as the one that To and Ocho Cinco and all these receivers that were perceived as divas. This is not the same situation. This is something completely different. 
Terrell Owens, when he was in Philadelphia, he literally ripped that locker room apart. That's a known fact. Antonio Brown did not rip the Steelers' locker room in half. You have a quarterback by the name of Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> who thinks it's cool to get on radio stations and call out grown men when he's the one costing them games. That is not cool. If you're a leader in the locker room, you talk to that man face-to-face and you settle it in the locker room. The media never needs to know about this stuff. That's a That's childish. So when Antonio Brown says, hey, I got a problem with the, with my teammate throwing me under the bus in front of the media, I'm going to speak about it. And Antonio Brown has, earned, has, has gained enough respect from me and, from, and should be from the media and from his coaching staff to be able to speak his mind whenever he wants because he's speaking about things that are true. No one said a thing to Big Ben when he got in there and threw all his receivers under the bus. Nobody said a thing. So now Antonio Brown comes out and says, well, you know, this guy thinks he's the owner and the way he walk around and he's disrespecting us on the meeting, the media. Like, okay, I get, I, I definitely, I'm with Antonio Brown there. First point. Second point, when Antonio Brown says, you know, I don't really need football and, um, you know, I'm a millionaire and, you know, that I, I – I feel part of what he's saying. I'm not I, – I'm personally, I was a football player growing up, and I would have given anything to play in the NFL. I wish he would have been more grateful for, you know, getting the opportunity that he has gotten. But – But 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 that wasn't uh, – just – I mean, I feel like you're getting there. You were about to say it. But, you know, that, that wasn't a uh, – that wasn't a true thing of just, oh, I'm not grateful to be here. Yeah, no, that's what – that's that was, yeah, the, next, that was yeah. the next thing. I was going to say that – I think that he's appreciative that he's in the position that he's in to be able to control his life now. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't he doesn't need the game to survive moving forward. It was just a negotiation sin. Yeah. I mean and and I definitely feel like the M- NBA players have kind of started this trend where they're taking control of their career and um you know they can get out and say hey I want to be traded and it happened. And it happened for Antonio Brown. I think that's a great thing for the NFL just because, you know, the the league has kind of gotten its reputation of being a, you know, a team first mentality, which it should be. I mean, all sports should be. But when you're as big as Antonio Brown and you – some of the things that came out in Pittsburgh are hilarious that somebody would have to be put through these things. Um, and the last thing I, I noticed about this story was that – you know how everyone just kind of the the narrative was changed for Antonio Brown before he really even had a chance to defend himself. So like the situation where he went from um, you know when he was the last game of the season and Mike Tomlin told him to go home and from what I heard from Antonio Brown it was just he went to coach and he said hey coach I'm a little banged up and um you know he didn't say hey I don't want to play it was well go home you don't have to be here. Injured players go home. I mean, that was a situation where Antonio Brown was just making him aware that he was not 100%. Shout out to the shop, man, because the, the shop gives you moments like that but where you get to see it. I yeah. know I was talking about, you know, winging it pot or whatever with, with the Hawks and, you know, hearing it directly from the players' mouths when the players are interviewing the players, you hear different things, yeah. you know, that, that you don't hear from when uh, a player is telling a reporter and then a reporter reports it yep. all the time. But that doesn't mean that there shouldn't be reporters as well because you have – 
a situation like players only, which a lot of people have criticized this year, <laughs> when you have nothing but just players telling old stories about when they played. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but and that that point you just made that hearing it from Antonio Brown has definitely changed my perception of this story mm-hmm. because it easily could have been in my mind I could have been like, well, this guy's a distraction. No, I mean. Antonio Brown has been the furthest thing from a distraction. I mean, I, I watch the Steelers play a lot. I mean, I, I probably watch them six or seven times a year. For well, the last, they're they're on TV every. They're week. on TV yeah, every. They're week. on CBS every week. And and every time I turn the TV on, Antonio Brown's out there busting his butt. Like that guy get he they throw him the ball 15, 16 times a, a, a Sunday, and he never complains. He never he's never injured. He just goes out and puts up numbers every every Sunday. He's out there balling. So. I, I, I'm not going to say he's a distraction because he goes out there, he puts his work in, he goes home. I mean, he definitely has the right to be outspoken and he has the right to speak on things in the locker room that bother him. And, you know, I hear Ryan Clark on TV, you know, pounding on him and piling on him. And I'm just like, okay, well, you can say that, and Ryan Clark. And I definitely see some of the things that he is saying. But at the same time, like, what 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 great football player isn't confident? Like you, you ask these guys to be, you know, alpha males, and you know you want them to be tough, but you don't want them to speak. That's not that's not fair because all that stuff comes to get all that stuff comes with one another. So I don't know. It's I'm definitely glad Antonio Brown, his story is kind of had a good conclusion to where he he's happy and the Steelers are going to be happy moving forward because you know I think the marriage was just burned out. You know, he had the uh, the the one moment before this season where he was, like, painted as a diva was just the fact that he went on Instagram Live right after a win. Yeah, now he shouldn't have done that. And, but... then, and then Ryan Clark was like, that's not the steal away. And the steal away in the Pittsburgh, it's a honor when you put on the black and the gold. And, the, and the, you know, that like you said, like, that's what he was kind of saying this year. But I don't think what Shannon Sharp was doing, like, was Shannon Sharp is doing his job. I think – People don't really understand journalism all the way. Yeah. So it's like anything remotely negative or, or not positive, they they just go to hater, hater, hater. Yeah. Everybody who doesn't say anything nice about you all the time isn't a hater. Yeah. I mean, and if you look at Shannon Sharp's football career, Shannon Sharp was this type of player himself. So he has the right to say it. He has the right to say it, and he's also been through a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Shannon Sharp was probably one of the more entertaining personalities to ever come through yeah. football. Yeah. I mean, and for Antonio Brown to attack him. Now, that was where my issue was drawn because I I know Shannon not to be that type of person he's describing him to be because, I mean, I, I've watched Shannon defend LeBron for how many years on, on that show? and they, They've been around for like two years. Yeah, I mean. At least two. And Shannon always sticks up for LeBron. So, I mean, I'm, I'm when he's – you have to allow, the, allow the journalists to call a spade a spade in some situations. So – I mean, I'm not like I said. I'm not calling Antonio Brown a diva. I'm not calling him selfish because I don't find those things to be true. I know Antonio Brown likes to win. I mean, you never heard an issue out of him when they were winning. I mean, and but you never heard Big Ben. You never get to hear Big the, how Big Ben treats those people in the locker room. You also don't get to hear about Big Ben's, you know. Yeah, we don't hear Talk about, about it. We don't hear a lot of we don't hear a lot of stuff but, but, about but, Big but what do what what do you think of when you first think of Ezekiel Elliott? First thing you might think of is domestic violence. Yeah. And that's what first, we, first thing when you hear Sean Oakman's name, yep. rapist. Yep. First thing when you hear 
Who's another? Ray Rice. Ray Rice, yeah. Woman beater. First thing when you think of who else? Um, uh, Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Woman beater. And so so why when 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 Big Ben is in the situation he was in, he got he got away with it, but we not keeping the same en- energy. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm with you with that because. Because those guys and, and like you said, like you said, going back to the field, on the field, why isn't Big Ben being known as the diva? Yeah. Why isn't Big Ben being known as the uh, a bad quarterback, a bad uh, you know a run first mentality, but he can't run? Yeah. Why isn't Big Ben not being known as a dual threat even back in his heyday? Yeah. Why I, is it Big Ben being? Uh, maybe you should go to you know. You ever thought of tight end? You're you're a pretty big fella. I mean, Big Ben was a great passer in college. I'm, I'm not going to say all that, but there's a lot of fishy stuff going on in that organization around Big Ben because he's been protected and put on his pedestal. And I definitely, if I'm a if I'm a player in Pittsburgh's locker room, I don't. I have a hard time wanting to be there myself. Like I would, I would. I mean, I, I like I said, I love the game of football and it's a team sport and it's block. You know, all of that, all of that is very true, except when you get to this situation, because you got one man that's been elevated above the rest of the other fifty-two men. Why? Why isn't Big Ben being killed like Eli Manning's being killed? That's, so that that's that, that, e- that even goes beyond race. Yeah, because we was just talking about race at first, but now we got. <laughs> it's, it's him the same being thing. protected by the by the organization. Big Ben reason. fell off the same time Eli fell off. I mean, Eli, you can make the case Eli's never been that good. Blah blah blah. But they they got the same they got the same credentials. Yeah, I mean, two it's, rings. It's it, it it and and they did not win the Super Bowl. The first Super Bowl they did not win because of Big, of Big Ben. Yeah. They won in spite of Big Ben right. in the first Super Bowl. <laughs> The second Super Bowl, he played really well. Yeah, right, right. But if Santonio Holmes does not make that catch, they lose. Right. They lost against the, the, Larry the Packers. Larry Fitzgerald should have got that one, man. Yeah. I, that feel, was, that was, that was their turn. I do feel bad for Larry because he hasn't been Larry. nowhere close since. Well, he yeah. made it to the uh, uh, NFC Championship game. And now he's about ago. to retire. Yeah. That's he, it for him. I, yeah. But I don't know. I think, oh. it's, I think it's good for the NFL, and I think Antonio Brown is – I don't think he's in the wrong for not wanting to be there. And Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell's the, it's the oh yeah, he's next. Like he's next. I mean, and Le'Veon Bell is good enough to get paid. Yeah, like pay pay him. And, and you know, um, Antonio Brown just got paid too. Yeah. So. so so you know, part of the deal, he he got some more money and everything. I think like thirty million, thirty yeah, thirty more million. million. Yeah. So um, and you know, Von McClure, the the beat reporter for the Falcons, he uh he tagged Julio Jones in the in the tweet. Oh God. <laughs> So here we go again with this. So <laughs> Julio, Julio needs more money. Grady needs more money. Man, the Falcons are a mess, man. We and and then now now we're transitioning into our next topic, which is just the NFL offseason in general. The Falcons are a mess. They are about to break. The franchise they it, it could either keep it together. And like you know, you know the meme with, with the uh, with the smiley face, and then but the angry face with the crying behind it. That's the Falcons <laughs> right now. They could either look like that next year if they just you know pay Grady what he wants, and then somehow finesses a way to keep the key players and core together, mm-hmm. or it all falls apart, and then they look stupid for giving so and so this amount of money. Freeman definitely Freeman, which I said from the jump was a bad move. Right, 
and then so and so this amount of money, so and so this amount of money. If you give Grady Jarrett um, Aaron Donald money because of his Super Bowl performance in 2016, you are stupid. I mean, if you <laughs> and then the, the thing that really gets me upset with with I love my Falcons. I'm not even mad at the Falcons organization for this, but I'm mad at the fans because they'll get on Twitter and talk about. Let's go out and sign Justin Houston. Uh, <laughs> l- l- let's go and trade for Odell Beckham. Uh, we need to be trying to get Antonio Brown. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what money? What what money do they have? What money? I Where is the did. money going to come from? We did not need uh, but you the want Falcons, who, excuse you me. Want Julio, you want Julio to get paid more. You want to keep Grady Jarrett and you want Matt Ryan to stay. You want to keep Keanu Neal. You want to keep DeAndre. <laughs> that costs money. Yeah, it costs money. <laughs> and, and the price goes up when those guys play well. I mean, that's why you have to capitalize yeah. when, when, when they're young and cheap and yeah. you're in the Super Bowl. That's why you need it to win that Super Bowl. And that's why you need it to run the ball. The the, <laughs> the window is closed. I'm sorry. But, but like I said, I didn't think it was a bad idea not to run the ball in that situation. Like, right when I watched the game live, it made sense because they oh, weren't yeah. getting anything on the ground. They yeah, kept nah. losing yardage, and the offensive line was, like, falling apart. Yeah, Like, dude, one dude, I forget uh, who it was. Who was it? Who was it? Uh, Jake Matthews? Jake Matthews was playing on like 9%. He was done, man. And then the, the dude from Valdosta, Schrader, uh, Schrader. I think Schrader was getting torn up or something like that. Like That's another one that needs to go. Those He's- guys were all like just trashed at that point of the game in, in the fourth quarter. They were done. Freeman wasn't getting anything. But no one wants to remember that. Everybody just remembers the play. Game. Yeah, exactly. So I, I I didn't blame I didn't blame them in the moment and then like after the game everybody's like why didn't we run the ball why didn't we run the ball and I was like yeah why didn't we run the ball <laughs> why why couldn't our defense not let Tom Brady throw for five hundred yards that's what I want to know man the the thing that got me always still to this day which no one else talks about because you know he's a defensive end but in overtime Vic Beasley had that ball oh yeah I was like dog if he could have just brought it down. They're like, he's not a wide receiver. I'm like, yeah, but. That's what he played in high school. Actually, yeah, he is a wide receiver. The ball is right there in his hands. <laughs> he he played wide receiver in high school. In the end zone, the ball is there in his hands. Is he worth 12 million to you? No. Vic Beasley's another one. What, what I said, Grady Jarrett isn't worth what Grady Jarrett wants because of the 2016 Super Bowl. Vic Beasley isn't worth what Vic Beasley wants because he's not the 2016 rookie. Yeah, I mean. I like Grady Jarrett a lot, and I really think if I look down the NFL and look down the list of defensive tackles, he's probably in the top five oh, yeah, he's or top up there. six. He's, up, he's there. up there. But Aaron Donald, Aaron <laughs> Donald money, Aaron Donald's not even a defense. Like, I can't even put him in a category anymore. Don't Aaron Donald was probably man. the most valuable football player in the National Football League last year. Yeah. Period. <laughs> LA was good, man, on defense. That's, that's like I just think about their defense all the time. Like that was a good defense. Yeah, that's gonna go down as one of the best defenses that Jared did not Goff win the Super Bowl. Do nothing. I, 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 you know how I feel about him. I've always felt he was a glorified game manager. Joe, Joker couldn't throw two yards in the Super Bowl. Nope, that's that's his game. He couldn't complete nothing. Nope, he's inaccurate. He has a noodle arm, and he's not very good. He's small. He's skinny. Uh, and when it's time to pay him, I'm, the Rams are going to have a humongous decision to make because 
if I'm the Rams GM, I'm I'm keeping my cap flexibility and I'm keeping my ability to be able to go out and add pieces. But they but they look at it as this was his second year, wasn't it, or is it third? This was his third year. This was oh uh, yeah yeah he he was a rookie when uh, Vic was because because Vic had that monster game in L.A. His rookie yeah year. yeah and he you know he sat for most of that rookie year uh, under Jeff Fisher. Yeah, yeah. he played like mm-hmm. the last four games yeah, he and played, he started. Yeah. Last year, and he played horrible those last four years. Yeah, those last four games. Yeah, he he was pretty terrible. I but mean. um, <laughs> yeah, I mean they they look at it like he made the Super Bowl his third year, and I okay. hope you don't get caught up in that because Joe Flacco did the same thing. What happened to him? Uh, this this is the same. It's the same thing. Like it's no different. Joe Joe Flacco and 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 Jared Goff, Jared Goff are the same player to me. Except Jared, Joe Flacco has a strong arm, and Jared Goff does not. That's Man, the, that's the only thing. So, I mean. I don't really care about the Rams. I'm kind of glad they lost. I, for some reason, I hate the Rams. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. I hate the I was, Rams. I, I was. I wanted the Rams to win just because, like, like New England. It's tired of New England. And dang, sure didn't want to see New Orleans in Atlanta yeah, for no. a Super Bowl. So, I mean, that was it. But uh, what, what what else we got? What else we got on on the docket in um, this off season for the Falcons? I mean, for anybody. For anybody, I'm interested to see what uh, Arizona. I'm interested to see what Arizona does with the number one pick because I think they're uh, what do you call it? Uh, I think they're bluffing everyone. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw another report that was like they're not shopping Josh Rosen. Yeah, and so I was I, like, why would you? Why would you? I don't get. Okay, I don't get why people would take uh, t- Kyler Murray number one overall. Like, how did Baker he? Mayfield. How, how did he just jump over uh, Haskins? Because <laughs> of Baker Mayfield. I get it, but Baker Mayfield was also a little taller and a little bigger, and he played yeah. for longer, and he was a better passer than like. Th- there is no comparison in my in my head. But I mean, but Baker is still like a smaller guy for, he, he, for a quarterback. But even Baker, but, but isn't Baker like six foot? He's six one. Mm. I mean, he's close. I mean, they're close in size, but five ten and six one is a humongous difference to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as a quarterback, as a, and then then the weight, I don't. 205 pounds. Baker's a big dude. Yeah. He's about 215, 220. Yeah. And he can move around. I mean, Murray can move around too. Kyler's skinny. He's skinny and he's slight of build and he moves around to run. Baker yeah. moves around to throw the ball down mm-hmm. the field. So that's why I think he'll survive longer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even see him being like a superstar. I mean, I, I didn't. I woke up feeling dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Baker Mayfield, uh, man. <laughs> the most quotable quarterback ever. And, and then you did the, the walk it like I talk it. I, I hated that video. People kept reposting, gassing this man up, especially Jamel Hill. I was disappointed in Jamel Hill. I was like, come on, Jamel. You seem better dancing than that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Baker Mayfield, Baker. man. He, he He's going to be a good. I mean, he's already a good quarterback. Like, he's a good quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see this year after teams have had a full season to scout yeah. him. And, you know, like, like you said, like you were probably about to say, like, it's be interesting to see how they adjust some. And, yeah. you know, when they know what to expect and they know his tendencies and they have a full season of game film to, to you know, see see how he works and operates. It'll be interesting to see how he bounces back from that and how he responds to those coverages and, yeah. you know, schemes and looks that he's going to see next season. I still think Josh Allen's the best quarterback from last year's class. That's just me, though. I, I was a huge Josh Rosen fan coming out of college just because I really liked him in college. And he had all that hype coming into college, and I thought he – Lived up to it. Yeah, he definitely. I mean, only only thing that really could you could really could knock Josh Rosen on was that they didn't win, which wasn't his fault. Yeah, yeah. And that he was injured. Yeah, that which also was not his fault. Yeah. That, so that dude is crazy, man. I remember that one game his last year at UCLA. 
Um, I forgot. I think Texas A&M. Yeah, yeah. What was that? The one where it was like yeah. fifty-six or yeah. something like that. Yeah. That was like the first or second game of the year, I think. Yeah, and he brought him back. That was that was a great game. Special. He's special, man. But yeah, uh, so I wouldn't give up on Josh Rosen just yet. No. Um, you can't really give up on a quarterback until like I mean, year four yeah, or five. Right. Yeah, I mean, if you were high enough to draft him, that means the team wasn't good from the jump. So, so I'm blaming the quarterbacks for everything. Um, you know, <laughs> the what, what what else we have? Who else we have? Who else? I, I saw a mock draft that had the Falcons taking another right receiver and um, DK Metcalf. Yeah, the Falcons. Okay. The Falcons are definitely not taking another receiver. Like, and but I thought that last year, and they drafted another receiver. I mean, but even that made sense because Calvin he filled a role in that slot. Like they yeah, needed yeah. a slot, the, the, the Taylor Gabriel spot. Yeah, slot. So that made that made that made sense. Mm-hmm. But drafting DK Metcalf, where first of all, where does he play? <laughs> like just just so you're gonna draft the your fourth receiver. Where does um uh, Hardy play? He'll take Hardy's spot. Uh, Hardy, I think Hardy's a free agent. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. He'll yeah, take Hardy's he spot. didn't play that much. I mean, so so yeah. you 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 gonna draft a guy that's gonna play 25, 20, 25, 30 snaps a game? Uh, you gonna draft him for, in the first round? Uh, okay, and then you're gonna then you're gonna blame Matt Ryan for being on his back hmm. the entire game, <laughs> and then you're gonna blame then you're gonna blame Dan Quinn because there's no yeah. pass rush. Yeah, uh, and then you're gonna blame. You're gonna blame Desmond Trufant. Big Beasley. You're gonna blame Desmond Trufant because he can't cover the entire field by himself. Big uh, Beasley isn't doing enough. <laughs> Big Beasley, what is fan. wrong with you? And I've actually, <laughs> but the crazy thing is, I've seen fans like on board. DK Metcalf's a freak. If we get him to Julio and Calvin Ridley, we gonna be no. Shut up! Like, shut up! Like, That's like, not how football works. You literally gotta be the dumbest person in the world if you think the Falcons need a wide receiver. Like, like yes. going, going back to the Odell Beckham Jr. Antonio Brown. It's ridiculous. All man. that. Like what you need to be worried about is keeping Sanu. You need to worry about keeping the the current group intact. That's what you need to worry about. And them lines. Both and of the offenses and defensive lines offensive, are terrible. Defensive line. Every other position literally other than wide receiver. If they went out and drafted a linebacker in the first round, I'd be like, okay, that makes yeah. sense. They can that use everybody. We can use everybody else everybody, except, except wide, wide receiver. receiver. You can even drive a quarterback to to uh, back up Matt Ryan. I mean, not in the first not round. Not in the first round, but not second this year. But I mean, if you if they drafted a quarterback this year, I'd be like, okay, that's the successor, because that means you, they're done with Matt Ryan. Well, would you take would you take a deal for Josh Rosen to replace Matt Ryan? No, no, I, like like would you take As a deal for Josh Rosen right now? Yeah, to be Aaron Rodgers. No, uh, because I think it would cost too much. I think the Cardinals kind of want a first or a second for him, and they're not getting that. But I mean, but but what if the Cardinals wanted like the players, a few of the players where the Falcons were on the fence about like they weren't able to keep because uh, they wanted more money, like a couple uh, of those offensive guys. No, no, just because, just because that if this does not work out this year, I think it's time to hit reset. And I've said, you but know, but but wouldn't you be ahead with reset if no, you already had Josh Rosen? Because all of the quarterbacks in the next year's class are better than Josh Rosen. Mm. So because that that gives me something to think about. If I have a chance to grab a, a Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. once in a generation type talent, or Tua, who I don't, I think Tua is going to end up being a third or fourth round pick. Yeah, but he's, he's a small, he's another Kyler. He's another Kyler Murray type guy. He's and he, bigger though. He's bigger and more mm-hmm. stocky, but I think he hasn't really been exposed to having to. I think Clemson and Georgia have exposed what he would look like in the NFL. Yeah, the the way he throws is weird. It's weird. It really is weird. He has. Kind of reminds me of Tebow. It does. 
I mean, so I think that that will his stop, his draft stock. I don't I don't put him in that category with Trevor Lawrence, yeah. Jacob Eason, uh, what's the other kid's name? Uh, Eason's got a cannon. Yeah, Eason. I, even Fromm, Jake Fromm's probably gonna be in. That even game. Jake Fromm, I would take a hit because Fromm's probably staying four years. Yeah, I, I think he would. Too. Like, like he's he hasn't been that good to just leave. I don't year. know, man. I think I think a lot of what Jake Fromm does well is stuff that people doesn't people yeah, don't necessarily yeah. see because yeah. he gets not to on the stat sheet. Yeah, it's not because he's a leader. People yeah. love playing with him, and he mm-hmm. gets to the line of scrimmage, and he's the coach. So mm-hmm. that that's that. I, I I don't personally I don't know how tall he is. I don't think he's. He may be six one or six two. Oh yeah, he's definitely over six foot though. Yeah, he's over six. Yeah, feet. I mean like he's not a midget. No, he's a big kid. He's a big. He's a big, strong, stocky, sturdy kid. So Country. that that's that's that that will be okay. The height and all that. I don't know about his arm strength. There's a lot of questions with Jake Fromm, mm-hmm. but I can easily see him being an Alex Smith, where he can win a bunch mm-hmm. of games mm-hmm. and you know not put up great stats, but win. Speaking so. of Alex Smith, uh, Andrew Bogans back on the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Utah. The that, Utah connect. That man. <laughs> this man literally sat out the entire year. He's gonna go get another ring. Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, is it time? Time All to get right. that ring. <laughs> hey, I'm in. Hey, I hey, I play. He's hey. play he's playing in, in Australia this year. Down under. <laughs> he's playing down under this year at home. How how do you feel if you're the guy that got kicked off the team? <laughs> no, what what if you're Damian Lee? Oh, hey, Damian Lee. He got signed, you know, and everybody's like, oh, he just signed because, you know, his brother-in-law, blah, blah, blah. And then you go out on a two-way, right, and you earn your way to the to the roster and, like, because you've been playing well all season. Like, Damian Lee's, like, he's a decent player. Decent. I was hoping the Hawks kept him. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was a decent player last year uh, and this year. And this year. Huh? So, so um, you know. Hey, bump out, bump out. <laughs> hey, bump out. You work hard, and, and you get rid of those people saying that you're only on the team because of who your brother-in-law is, right? And then it's time for the playoff roster, and you don't make the playoff roster, and Andrew Bogan does. You know how salty I'd be? I, I would be very upset. I'd be like, I'd be turning over. I'd be turning over chairs in the locker room. They come in, all the chairs upside down. Like, because I don't, I don't think you get a ring if you weren't on the playoff roster. I don't, I don't know. No, no, no. I think I think you do because the dude that didn't make it last year. Um, How does Joe Budden say it? Mm. <laughs> I'm trying to think what his name is. That he's been in the league for a minute. It's not Udris, but it's along the lines of a guy uh, named Udris. Uh, Casper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Omar, oh, oh, Omar uh, Casper. Yeah. I think he he got a ring last year. He got he got a ring this year, and he wasn't on the playoff roster. Yeah, like he just missed the playoff roster for Quinn Cook. Okay. Yeah. So maybe, maybe yeah. So Damian Lee will still get a ring, but he won't be at the game. Yeah. That's, I mean, he'll, he'll be at the game because you know his sister. I mean, <laughs> Steph Curry's sister. Yeah. You know, he, I mean, he was at the games last year as a fan. I don't think people realize how good of a player Damian Lee was in college. Yeah, yeah. If the thing yeah, he, with Louisville had never happened and he didn't get suspended, he probably would have been a first round pick. He was good at Drexel too. Yeah. But before he got hurt, yeah. So you know, Damian Lee's always been a, He's a always serviceable been a player. player. So it's not like it's not like this is some scrub. He's six seven. He has all the measurables. He's good. Well, nah, he hey. I, I seen him like like he he was playing well last year with the Hawks. I was like, dang, Damian Lee good. And then Philly came in town with Ben Simmons and Ben Simmons made that joke about him. Oh, y'all got plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> and he came into Atlanta and he just all over uh, that man. No, no. Who who dunked on Damian Lee? Was it Ben Simmons? It was either Ben Simmons or uh who was it on Philly? It, ha- it happens. It happens to the yeah, best yeah, of them. Though. But yeah, but 
like he didn't <laughs> but he bodied him too like like just backing him down like Damien Lee I'm like dang like Damien Lee was looking good the last couple of weeks and he come against a, a man who's his size and all that at the position <laughs> a man and he just he just bodied him I was like dang man what like, are you what are your impressions of Ben Simmons man Ben Simmons uh I, I like Ben Simmons uh, I think you know I don't think he is uh you know, like I, I think a lot of people try to make him better than he actually is. So when they see him play, they they get disappointed and they're like, "Oh, Ben Simmons is a letdown." Ben Simmons, and I'm like, "Well, I think you set your expectations a little too high for him." I think yeah. that's what it was because people are setting him up to be like LeBron. Yeah, like he yeah. never has had the skill of LeBron. No, but 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 he has the uh, the what you call of LeBron. You know, the um the, the same game. Yeah, they, they have the same game. They have the same game, especially but... when they came in. Because remember uh, when they came in. Oh, Markel Fultz. He, he was the one who dunked on Damian Lee. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I did not expect See, you to say Markel Fultz. Here's the picture. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. He boomed on that, man. I got to see this now. Oh, my but goodness. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. He's turned backwards and everything. Turn the volume up. Let the, let yeah, the, let the listeners hear this. I know it sounds nasty. He yelled at him. Oh, no. All right, I got to see it again. <laughs> oh, no. I'm kind of stunned right now. That's bad. <laughs> That's, bad. That's bad. That's a bad look, Dame. Yeah, but <laughs> Dame. Dame. Come on, man. Dame. You shouldn't even jump with him. The Damester. <laughs> Dameski. But, <laughs> but, yeah, man. Uh, I forgot what we were even talking about. Uh, we were talking, we were talking about, about Ben, ben Simmons. Simmons and the high expectations. Um. Yeah, man. I think he's he's a good defender. Like I think yep. he he's as good as a defender as he gets credit for. It, like uh, much like Lonzo Ball. Yeah. Um. And then uh, so I think it's just you know his jump shot, which which everybody always talks about, and everything like that. And then just the fact that you shouldn't expect him to be just an offensive, uh, a scoring assassin every night. Like that's definitely what you shouldn't expect, and I think that's what people expect. They expect Ben Simmons to get at least 17, 20 points a game. That just shows and, you, and Joel Embiid to get another twenty and and whatever. Joel's going to get his twenty. Yeah, Ben Simmons isn't. Yeah, like that isn't a given. I think that kind of shows you how what people how how much people pay to media because yeah, yeah. they hear the media, you know, hyping Ben Simmons and yeah. talking about Ben Simmons, but. It doesn't seem like they really understand why people in the media are excited about Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons has a great all-around game. He's a great all-around game. He plays can pass. He plays great defense. He's he's a six ten point guard. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen that in since Magic, maybe. Yeah, yeah, Magic. I mean, like a pure. He's a pure point guard, but he's six ten. That's why. Wait, we're wait, excited. hold on, hold on. What what am I talking about? Magic. Is he the last one? That was like seven the, feet. The Durant's like seven foot, but well, he's, he's not a point guard. Yeah, he's not a point guard. Uh, but um, I mean, some people consider LeBron a point guard, but yeah. I really don't because he he spent most of the time. I haven't seen LeBron just guard Joe Johnson. Yeah, he's not. He's not a point guard. They, they put Joe at, at point when he first got to the Hawks, and then they quickly no, moved him to the. Team. That wasn't that wasn't a point. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't a point guard. That was you do everything guard. <laughs> he said, "We need you, Joe. We need you." That was his position. You were the fourth best player. On the best team, we need you. Do everything you can to win. <laughs> I need you to pass the ball to yourself. I need you to throw the alley oop to was Josh. Yeah, yeah, he is the fourth best. Yeah, because uh, Sean Marion, Sean Marion, Amari, Amari and Nash, Nash, yeah, and then Quentin Richardson was the fifth best player. I mean, they had, they had a great team. Yeah, that, that was a squad. 
But yeah. like that'd be like signing Draymond Green and expecting <laughs> Draymond <laughs> Green is here. I need you. I need you to go out and score twenty five a night. I need you to pass the ball. To your Can team. you dig it? Yeah, that would not happen. So yeah, I mean that's that's typical Atlanta though. Right. My time has ran out. We didn't get to talk about Captain Marvel. Um, but but would you like like to say one thing about Captain Marvel before we sign off? Oh uh, yeah. Uh. I really love the movie. Uh, it was definitely one of my. It's been. It was one of my favorites. The Marvels knocked it out the park the last. I didn't like Ant Man the second one. It was. A, it was a good movie, but I didn't like it. Um, both of the 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 last two Avengers movies have been good. Mm-hmm. Civil War was good. Black Panther is probably one of the greatest movies I've seen in a long time. Not just super. A, a lot of people said that it was hype. <laughs> like. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. <laughs> I thought I was like, "Dang, am I a basic person?" Because I thought it was a good movie. I mean, it, it, it was more than a. I mean, okay, if we just strip away all the representation and what yeah. it means to you know black people, but even the writing in it was like the writing was really there, good. There, there was a lot of black stuff in the writing. Like it was a lot of like, yeah, black. Power. If you if you strip all that away, okay, I can see where it's just a basic superhero movie. Yeah, but that's part of great writing and as part of a great script is having all those things represented because yeah. you ha- you're able to tell a story but then you're also able to you know show you know highlight issues that are going on in America or, or around the world it's not just America where this stuff exists so that that also was a part of it so that was great um captain marvel did something kind of similar for me just because it was it was a woman. woman yeah it was a woman and it was all about her it wasn't about women empowerment empowerment it was about a powerful woman mm. like this, say that again <laughs> say that one more time for the listeners <laughs> this woman is uh like she got to act as a woman she got to she was in control of her character and then she you know she she proved to by the end of the movie she proved that no one could control her also notice how they dropped in and um, it was women's oh yeah international and, and, women's, and women's day. international women's day so that was cool and then they dropped black panther in february yeah so i mean shout out to marvel for marvel, that yo that, that's a marvel, bar marvel doing their thing yeah, man shut up, I, but bar. that movie was really great just because of what you know what i just said and, and then it was the action was cool i mean it wasn't too much action mm-hmm. but then they got to a certain point in the movie and they let you see her full arsenal of powers and that was that was so cool at the end. Like that was that was great. And I I really see why, you know, they kind of want her to be the face of Marvel moving forward because it definitely fits. Once you see the movie, it'll click. Like I, I was I was kind of skeptical. Like I don't see how Captain Marvel. Like who is Captain Marvel and why is she such a big? I see why. I mean, she's the perfect replacement for Captain America, <laughs> and whoever else passes away in the upcoming Avengers movie. She. She can fill any role that they need on the team, so it's. I'm excited about the Avengers after seeing, even more excited after seeing this movie. All right, well, uh, I'm sorry, Marvel fans, that, that we didn't get to get into a full on Marvel discussion tonight. But um, we thank you any much, any more. My bad. Hey, episode 99, A League podcast. Next one, we're gonna have Lil John, Lil Yachty, um, Jay Z is gonna stop by for a few words. Kanye West, T.I., all of them are going to be here to celebrate the Big 100. Shout out to GLC. 
Shout out to everybody else listening. Shout out to Eric. Hey, stay warm up there. Shout out to David Norwood doing his thing in the church. And shout out to Dimitri. He getting married. Shout out to Akeem. He's in Canada. And shout out to everybody else, man. Everybody go around and, and say your words. All right. <laughs> I, I guess I'll say mine first. <laughs> it's only two of us. Everybody go around. A, everybody go around. All right. RashadMaling.com. You can follow me on Twitter at pizza. <laughs> at pizza. Uh, Jeremy Johnson. Uh, Clark Underscan. Oh, <laughs> underskin, underscore. Oh, uh, where was I? Clark underscore Clark, Clark foreskin. Kent <laughs> underscore seventy five. Check it out. Yeah, you. Y'all must thought that I was gonna whisper the whole time. Mistress, huh? Diamonds they wear like go fishing. Huh? Y'all don't want friends, I want Audis. Audis. I don't want cars, I want Rarys. Huh? I don't want.